Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author and one of the creators of Fluid Style Co., a clothing company created for bisexuals. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Hi. So, there are two more movies that have bisexual as lead characters in it in theaters right now, and I thought I should talk about them. And I will do that as soon as I mention that today's video is brought to you by my latest bisexual product, which is bisexual-themed pop sockets. And I'll talk more about them at the end of the video. Until then, let's get to these bisexual movies, one of which I've seen and the other of which I'm just going to be informing you about. So what's the movie that I did not see? The movie I didn't see is a documentary called Whitney. And the documentary talks about Whitney Houston, the, you know, meteoric rise of Whitney as, a, as well as the huge, huge collapse of her life and her career. It is well established at this point that Whitney Houston was bisexual. It was, it's something that was said by um, friends of Whitney Houston. It was something but said by Bobby Brown, his ex-wife, in another documentary. And this documentary, again, talks about her bisexuality, but it also goes into other details of her life that have not really been touched on before. One of which is, um, and I'll just tell you, the fact that Whitney Houston was abused as a child by a woman. And it goes into in depth about who it was and what the situation was surrounding that. So if, you, if you're interested in Whitney Houston or if you're interested in stories about musicians who, you know, shoot high and then fall crack or crash quick, then uh, this is the documentary for you. But I just want to let you know that it was out there. I'm going to spend most of the video talking about the other movie that I saw, which is The Cake Maker. So I'm going to break this part into, you know, two parts. I'm going to talk about it in a non-spoilery way, and then I'm going to talk about it in a spoilery way. So what is this movie about? The Cake Maker is about a character whose name is Thomas. Thomas is a pastry chef, a, a cake maker, if you will, and he is German. And um, at the beginning of the story, Oren, a man, comes into his bakery in Germany. And Oren says, you know, that he visits his shop whenever he's in town and that he works in town uh, often. Um, he's from Jerusalem, um, but he travels and has an, an office in Germany. Um, and that whenever he comes, he gets cookies and, you know, the, and Thomas feels good about that. And very quickly... The, the situation turns from Oren just talking about, you know, him enjoying the pastries to and him having a wife and him having a kid to he and Thomas having an affair. So um, they continue to have an affair. And it's not a secret that, you know, that Oren is married. In fact, one of the things that that Thomas always asks him to do is to talk about him making love with his wife. And um, it's kind of like 
it's kind of weird. It's kind of creepy. But you understand it because, well, Thomas is in love with this man and he he's jealous. He's jealous. He's intensely jealous of his lover and the time that he's that his lover spends with his wife. So that's the sort of setup. And very quickly in the story, um, there's an incident where Oren leaves his house or leaves Thomas's house and he always takes cookies um, to his wife, you know, he always takes his, Thomas's cookies in this little box. And this time when he leaves, he forgets the box and he forgets his keys. Uh, so Thomas calls him up and says, you know, you've left your keys. Um, let me know when you'd like to come and pick it up. He does not hear back from him. Thomas calls him again and then again and again and again. And he, he never gets back to him. So finally, one day Thomas says, actually, he... Oren says he's going to be back in a month, a month and a half passes. So Thomas decides to take the cookies to his place of work in Germany, in which case Thomas finds out that Oren has died in a car crash. And Thomas is devastated. He is devastated. He has no closure. He has, he has no way of like having something about Oren that he could hold on to. It, he just feels destroyed by it in that kind of subtle German way. And to kind of give closure to himself, Thomas decides to go to Jerusalem and stalk Oren's wife and to kind of understand who he was and to kind of understand how he died. And that's the jumping part. I'm jumping point off on this story. And that's all I'm going to talk about in terms of the story as not to spoil it for you. So is this movie a good movie? Technically speaking, yes. I mean, in fact, from a technical st standpoint, specifically an acting standpoint, oh my God, this movie is good. Like, really? The character who plays Anat, who is uh, Oren's wife, oh my God, the actress is so good. Not a lot is said. The, the way this movie is directed is that you kind of, like the story just kind of plays out in front of you and y it's up to you to, to keep up with it to follow along, and that's one of its positives as well as one of its weaknesses. But in that style is a performance by a knot, which is subtle um, and is just wonderful, and it, she doesn't say a lot of words, but you see exactly what's going on. Um, I should mention that this movie is told in three languages. It starts out in German because it takes place in Germany, and then it takes place, then there's a lot of it that's, that's in Hebrew. But then also there's a lot of it that's in English because the only way Anat and Thomas can communicate is in English. So there's, there's quite a bit of the movie that's in English. Um, so technically speaking, this is, a, this is a really good movie. Technically speaking, it's a good movie. Will you enjoy this movie as a bisexual? Oren is bisexual. So this is a bisexual story. I will say that, yes, as a bisexual, you will enjoy this movie. Does this movie have flaws? Absolutely. Is it about the storytelling that's the flaws? No. So you as a bisexual can go into it just enjoying the story aspect of this film. There are things about this movie that I have pet peeves on uh, that I did not like. I will talk more about that in the spoilery part of the rest of this review. But should you see this movie as a bisexual? Hells yes. 
hells yes, you should see this movie as bisexual. This is one of the best movies that I've seen all year. I love the Popcorn Fest. I love the Marvel movies. Um, I love Thor Ragnarok. And I love, you know, movies like that where I can just turn off my brain and, and not have to think. This movie is so well performed. And the story is so interesting and so compelling. And, and oh my God, the emotions of this movie is just so on point where, you know, the German, the main German character is very German, very, you know, non-emotional. But the, the, but the situation is just so racked with emotion that it just draws you in. And, and a yes, I highly recommend that you go see this movie. Are there flaws? Yes, but I can't tell you about them because I can only talk about it in the Spoiler Parlors Review. So, you know, that's the end of the non-Spoiler Parlors Review. Um, if you'd like to support the channel, you can go and check out my uh, bisexual-themed pop sockets. You can also check out my t-shirts. You can check out my pins. All of that's in the link in the description below. So that's your spoiler warning. And now let's get into the spoilers of this movie. Okay, so... <sighs> As much as I was talking in a very positive way about this movie, I gotta say, so I I loved, 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 loved this movie up until a certain point, in which case I thought, wait a minute, um, something just went wrong here. A lot of this movie, I was thinking, okay, so since the director is not spoon-feeding us, there's a lot of stuff we have to assume. And one of the things I thought that we had to assume was that Anat had figured out that this was Oren's lover a lot sooner than he did. In fact, I thought that she had figured it out when she pulled out the phone and that she listened to um, the messages or and she actually tried started listening to the messages and it's and it said 13 messages and then she put the phone back and then laid in bed. I really, really thought that she then went back and listened to him because I think one of the next things that happened was she started talking about the cookies that um, that Oren would bring back. And it just seemed really odd that that would be the thing. Like, that's that's really interesting that, that she would talk about the cookies, ha taste the cookies that he's making, and then not make put two and two together. Like, I just thought that it was a smart enough movie that that's where we were supposed to think. And then... Following that up with the scene with the mother, if, why, if, if, if Anat didn't tell the mother that this was Oren's lover, then why was it that she invited him up to the house and started acting in such a way that she was connecting with him? Like, why would she be connecting with him if she didn't know that this was the, uh, her son's lover? And then later on, there's a scene where, you know, the, the mother invites Thomas to have uh, dinner with her. And he says, would you like to see her, his room? And then she go, he goes back there and sees the room. And then when he comes back out, like you can tell that he has been affected by seeing the room. And the mother, you know, touches his face. And then there was a scene where the wife gives him uh, Thomas's clothes. And you can, it gives him Oren's clothes. And you can kind of say, well, you know, this is maybe a transference where... Anat is transferring her feelings for her husband onto Thomas. I mean, you can justify it by saying it that way. But all of these things come together to make me think that the director wanted us to think that she knew that he was his lover. And again, this is just me jumping ahead, I guess, giving too much credit to the director. 
But I, that's what I believed. And at that point, when I was watching the movie, and I thought that that she knew this, and this was, and she was just trying to figure out a way to get him to say it and stuff like that. I was like, oh my god, this is a brilliant movie, and so sad, and so wonderful, and so you know everything. And I was just in love with this movie. I thought, my god, I've never seen a better movie about bisexuality than that. And then, of course, you know, we're then taught or shown where she actually figures out that Thomas is his lover and suddenly there's that reaction and I I felt a little betrayed. I felt betrayed and I felt like this movie like this was a bait and switch. Um you know I I felt the slapping, I felt all that stuff and I I didn't like it. Um I didn't know what to think about all that stuff. Um but like, why? Why? If she didn't know, then what's the deal with the mother, right? What's the deal? But in spite of that, I feel like this was one of the best executed movies about bisexuality. This is a movie, yes, the movie is about, you know, a, a guy who's cheating on his wife. But we do learn that, you know, that Oren was in love with Thomas and that Oren was planning on leaving his wife for Thomas. Does it make it better? Because no, she's, he's still cheating on the wife. And another question, I think when we see that there are condoms in his locker, we have to assume that Oren had other lovers and that he was having sex with someone at the, at the pool. So uh, there, there's a couple of things in here that's just kind of like a little confusing. And if that stuff were cleared up, I think this would have been a perfect movie. As it stands, it is not a perfect movie. Is it a very satisfying movie? Is it bisexual to watch? Yeah, it is, because it's not just a movie about one bisexual, it's a movie about two bisexuals, and from the ending, we have to assume that there's reconciliation. However, I gotta say that one of my biggest pet peeves about a movie is when the director or the writer decides that they won't tell you how things end up, and that it's up to you to figure it out. Pet, personal pet peeve? Look, man, I write stories for a living. I don't need you to put a story out there and have me pay to watch it for me to have to figure out the ending, my own personal ending. I don't want to have to work when I go to the movies. I just want to relax. So when directors have that thing where, oh, I'm not going to tell you how it ends. I'm just going to hint to how it ends. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. And this movie clearly does it. And that, like, I... I I like this movie so much. And then it started doing that, those things. And I, it, I walked out of the theater going, ah, okay, it was, it, was, it was okay. It was fine. But, of course, that's just my own personal pet peeves and my own assumptions on what was happening on the screen. I imagine that if you saw it, you really liked it, let me know. I, I, apparently this movie is a lot more popular than I thought. So if you've gotten a chance to watch this movie, let me know what you thought about this movie. Did it bother you? Did you think that she knew that, like, he, that they were lovers before she actually did? Like, did you have that assumption as well? And how did you feel about the, the non-resolved ending? Did you have a problem with that? <sighs> anyway, that is my feelings on the movie. Um, if you've gone, sat through this entire spoilery part, hey, I warned you. But you might still want to check it out, whether it's on, in theaters or whether it's on DVD or streaming. Um... In spite of my feelings on it, I'm glad I went to see the movie. There's aspects of it that's just so wonderful that I think that even if you haven't seen it and you know how it's going to end, that you should still 
enjoy it. Um, go out and have the experience of watching it because A, there's that really, really hot sex scene and B, what an interesting, interesting story. Just the concept of it, just interesting. So there you have it. If you'd like to support the channel, you can check out my bisexual themed pop sockets. And once again, I talked about last time about how much I love these, how I love this thing. I really do. I mean, really, this makes life so much easier. So um, I have them in a couple of bisexual themes. This is the heart. I have a couple of flags. Um, I have the word pride. And I also have them in uh, the pansexual flag colors. I have the asexual flag colors. I have the trans uh, flag colors. And I also have them in the gay flag colors and the Philly flag colors. Philly, Philly, LGBT Philly flag colors. So, you know, please go check them out. One way to support the channel. Another way is that you can check out my t-shirts on Amazon, um, as well as my lapel pins and my romances. Is it over here? It's over here. Um, the pin is over here. Um, or you can check out my romances on Amazon. Um, I have just finished writing my first non, non-fiction self-help book on love and romance, and it's a book I talk about bisexuality in it. So it isn't quite out yet. It'll probably be out in a week or two, but I just wanted to share that with you because it's something that, honestly, I think as a bisexual, you might really enjoy. It was written just for everyone. But I do talk about my own personal bisexual experiences in it because it helped to shape me and it helped to shape uh, the, you know, the kind of concept of the book. If you would like to support this podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, you can check out my bisexual romances on Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can check out my bisexual t-shirts on Amazon by searching for the company Bisexual Real Talk. And you can go to Fluid Style Co.'s website at www.fluidstyleco.com. There you'll find plaid flannels for women and plaid dress shirts for men, all in the pride flag colors, specifically the bisexual, queer, asexual, and sexually fluid flag colors. Please support the channel and check it out. Until the next podcast, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.